what have you been up to? What have I been up to? It's it's pretty much the same thing. It's been uh, work, and then if I'm not working, I'm working on something else. <coughs> so that's been about right. it. Have you eaten any good food? Ooh, um, I did. I did. Uh, oh, well, you fucking you came over and had my carnitas. What Saturday? Carnitas. Yeah, they were fucking good, dude. And then I um, hear about UFC. That fight, all the fights were pretty good except for the last one. And the well, and the poor bastard, the, the peacock guy, like he got his leg got fucked up, and he got little bird legs. You got to get in the weight room. Yeah. Even I, I, I fucking do squats and lunges every day because I got little bird legs. Gotta I do know. One of it is genetics. I do nothing, and my legs are fucking tree trunks. Yeah, I know. You, you've met my dad. You saw his legs. <laughs> but uh. What was it? Uh, oh, so I um, I went to Costco. So Groupon's got a thing on there where the Costco membership's like 60 bucks. So you sign up, it says 40, and then they're like, well, actually it's full price, but you get like 40 bucks cr- store credit. Yeah. So, so it's only like $20, which is pretty cool. So I went there just because I wanted to get my my card, a brisket, and I think they had like somebody on Facebook has said like, oh dude, they've got Wagyu burgers at Katie Costco for like six bucks. And I was like, that's a pretty good fucking. That's a good. That's a good fucking deal. No man, dude, the flavor is so good. Uh, all right, well, I guess I'll have to try one of these things. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I got a brisket. I also spent two hundred fucking dollars at Costco. <sighs> Yeah, they know what's up. All I gotta do is get you in there. <laughs> a single <laughs> man, a single man does not need a forty ounce bag of tortilla chips. <laughs> what the hell? No, you really don't. <laughs> but I, but lo and behold, I fucking have one. I have a brisket thawing currently for this weekend. Oh, you do? Yep. Mine's already brining. Oh shit! God damn it! Well, <laughs> we may have to improvise. Because we were, I was gonna have people over Sunday outside, far apart. Well, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna tell you, I was like, you guys, you, like, we could get maybe have Zach come over and do this and that. Oh, well, I mean, it's I gotta have I gotta have Aaron over so that my wife doesn't murder us all. I mean, Aaron's fine. Are you talking about doing it at your place? I mean, that's a thing. Okay, that could happen. What are you thinking, Sunday? Yeah, Heather's thing was like, we'll do it Sunday. That way, Aaron won't stay all night because he has to get up and go to work. Ah. Uh, well, yeah, that's good. You're too bad there's not football on the watch. No. Hey, but the We're Knights, the, the Golden Knights are moving on, man. They beat the Blackhawks 3 to 1. 4 to 1. Yeah, 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 4 to 1. Oh, uh, okay. Let's uh, let's start this shit so I can talk about more sports. Okay. Um. Uh, oh yeah, forgot what I'm doing. Was that a fucking cigarette, you son of a bitch? You know that it isn't. 
This is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. The only power animal you'll find here is a bottle of sour mash. If you want to follow along at home, take a drink when you hear us say, Hey, please play responsibly as we are not accountable for legal issues or failed relationships. I'm Justin, and this is Christian. Hey. Hey, Christian. You can follow the show on Twitter at underscore drink freely. You can follow Christian underscore we drunk, or you can follow myself at 10 beers with a no, not a zero. Today's show is being brought to you by... And it was all going so well. You started the day with a virtual yoga session, a couple's meditation, and experimented with a new green smoothie recipe. You were the power couple. Nothing could stop you. You were ready to take on the world, one virtual meeting at a time. And then your workday started, and your internet connection failed. Your company meeting was a disaster. You completely gave up on homeschooling and your date night movie didn't happen. If only you'd gone to Mandy. Get set for the new normal. Get high speed internet connection with Mandy Broadband. Check out our current deals in your local area and make screen freeze a thing of the past. Yeah. So tell me more about sports. Have you been watching any? Uh, yeah, I watched. I watched some hockey the other night. I mean, not a lot. You know, if the Astros are on, I'll watch them. If there's like a West Coast baseball game at the end of the night, I put it on. I haven't been watching much. Still, mostly just highlights. But oh, I, I did watch a little bit of the Rockets, and it's just like, oh god, they're so fucking boring to watch. They are up. 2-0 in the series against OKC with no Westbrook. Yep. Um, I think the most impressive thing that I've seen so far is they won game two with Harden only scoring 21 points. Yeah. They're out there playing defense. Or either that or OKC is just fucking up. Probably a combination of the two. It's probably a combo of the two. Now watch Russell Westbrook come back and they just completely fall apart. <laughs> be hilarious. Did you see up? You see what happened to Charles Barkley uh, when the Rockets won game one? No, because he hates Houston, right? Or no, that's San Antonio, I'm thinking. No, he hates Houston. He hates the way we play basketball. I hate the way they play basketball. So Shaq made him a $500,000 bet, and he took it. What? We all know Barkley's a degenerate gambler. He's what we would be if we had Barkley money. Oh, damn. Hopefully our golf swings would be better, though. They couldn't be worse. They couldn't be worse. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, let's see. Oh, what? It's cleared to play football. Who is? Alex Smith. Remember the guy who got his fucking oh, into a Tetris? I mean, you can see me. My, my face is like in shock. Have you have you seen his leg? Yes. And he's still not getting around well on it. My... My message to Alex Smith is, please don't play football anymore. Alex Smith's leg looks like a bad Picasso. It's horrible. They they had to take, like, shit from his ass crack and put it into his leg because so much skin got torn because of the con. It was like a triple, quadruple compound fucking fracture or something. And then multiple infections. Ugh. Uh, even after, like you see the before and after, the after photo is horrible. Yeah, it looks super gross. Oh my god, 
I don't ever I, – I, there's nothing I want to do that bad. You have the kind of legs where, like, if your little kid sees it in the store, it's going to be like, Dad, what's wrong with his leg? <laughs> what's wrong with that man's leg, Daddy? <laughs> I'm going to tell him Monsters came and broke it because he was too loud in the store. Because <laughs> uh, uh, he kept picking out toys and asking if he could buy them for him. <laughs> My daughter was looking at me through the patio door, just picking at her nose, just staring at me. That's that has to be Kayla. Yes, that's correct. She's the nose picker. Yeah, eh, eh, they're all nose pickers, bro. All no, 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 no. I, Kaylin's the stare at you through the, like the window nose picker, which is just like AJ is the get a booger and then play with it in her fingers for five minutes. Nose picker. Oh, that's an interesting like uh, texture. The booger. The booger. Let's see. Uh, our Astros, our Astros seem to be finally kind of like on, knock on wood, on like a positive upward trend. We won Out. like 89 games in a row and they scored like 25 runs in their last two games. They have, yeah, they haven't scored any runs, but they're winning games. And the last two games, they've been in the double digits. The last two, yeah, but oh, there's a lot of two to one, three to twos. Uh, but yeah, they won. you know the bats are going to wake up, which is what's happening. At some point, they will. But nine out of ten, they've won. And the coolest part, because he's on my fantasy team, Jose Altuve is batting 400 the last two games. Yeah, he hit a two run uh, double today. I'm glad his bats waking up. Oh yeah, he had he had a two run double, uh, a stolen base, another RBI, or I don't I don't remember. This mother, like, okay, so my fantasy baseball team is absolutely fucking garbage, right? I'm the league manager, of course. Uh, didn't even know it was a roto league till I drafted. <laughs> but, oh my god! But um, so I, I I lose to this guy. Uh, his his name is his his team name is Strickland Propane. So you know, props. But he whips my ass like week one or week two, and I've got Altuve on my team and. Yesterday, yesterday was the first day. It's it's actually all up to me. The reason that Altuve has had this turnaround of success the last couple of days because I put him on the bench. Ah, he was offering until I I benched him yesterday, and now he's fucking blowing up. Well, I'm, just I'm, leave him there. I'm gonna leave him there. Leave him there. But cocksucker Strickland Propane offered me a trade yesterday. Hmm. He was going to give me. Hold on, I got. I, I don't even remember the guy's name. That's how. That's what of a fucking egregious trade this was. Oh, Brandon Workman. Nope, never. You, heard know, of him. you know who that guy is, right? Household name. He works hard, though. He's a workman, Christian. He is a reliever for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I think he's pitched in three games, and he has a four hundred five ERA. He closes, he closes sometimes on a bad baseball team. So you're not even getting saves. No. I think this guy thinks I know – I don't know a lot about baseball, <laughs> but this insulted me. <laughs> uh, don't disrespect you like that. Uh, I'm thinking about doing a, uh, a counter offer. That's just as insulting. Uh, oh man, I should get some fucking pinto beans if we're gonna do briskets. You're 
damn it. So I'm finally I'm finally working on this uh tablet that came in. It's fucking nice, man. What'd you get? It's just the uh the most recent uh Kindle Fire. Uh, okay. Um uh, fuck, I should have sent you this picture earlier. Can you watch porn on it? There's a Netflix. I'm not watching porn on my kids' tablet. But can you watch porn on it? Yes. Okay. Jesus Christ. That's what they're for. No, they're for fucking Zoom meetings in school since that has started in this house. Oh, okay. Yeah. What time does does school start at the same time? What time? (laughs) Um, It will. These first three days is kind of like a trial run. So right. they've been having their first Zoom meetings at like nine or nine thirty. But okay. next week it'll it'll be starting at eight twenty, same time. Have 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 the kids started to form like little cliques where they hang out out front or out back and smoke cigarettes and maybe like the kids that live at my house hang out on on like on the on the hoods of cars and just you know. No. <laughs> No, they haven't. I try to get them to go outside and play, and they're like, it's too hot. I swear I did not have a concept of what hot was until fucking two days in high school. That's the oh. first time I was like, oh, this is what they mean by hot. But like, I, was, I never noticed that shit. I just went outside and played. I mean, I used to wear a leather jacket in the summer because that's what, you know, we were playing pretend, right? And that's like what the character called for. <laughs> he had to wear a leather jacket. Uh, my parents thought I was crazy. And they weren't wrong. They were not. They were not wrong. You were just breaking in that leather. Hey, okay, so I was on Twitter, and this fucking Netflix show comes up. Uh, I just read about this just before before I walked in. It's about an 11-year-old girl who's fascinated by twerking culture. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. Twerking? Yes. Okay. The things I read, I didn't see anything about twerking. Did you see the fucking? Well, you saw the poster, right? So I read about the poster, but I didn't see the poster. What's the name of the show again? Cuties. Yeah. Which is somehow even more gross. But so the description is: uh, this little girl is is fascinated by twerking and wants to learn more about it, um, even though it's contrary to the values of her family. But the poster is a bunch of little girls wearing like just underwear and bras. Yeah, I mean, like eleven and twelve years old. It's disgusting. Yeah, and I'm trying to look at it from, like, I, I don't know what point of view I'm trying to convey here, but yeah, I, no. <laughs> oh, and keep in mind that the lead actress is actually eleven years old in the film and in real life. She's just who. First of all, who approved this shit? Secondly. Whose parents approved this shit? Okay. This this was this is a French film. And yeah, their, their their way of doing things is different than ours. Um stop. The French poster is way more modest than ours is. Oh, really? Yes. Theirs is fine. Ours is disgusting. Well, I mean yeah. We, we've been talking about Hollywood and being a bunch of fucking pedos for a long time, so I'm not, not shocked. They're not letting us down. Nasty bastards. Gotta look at the French version. 
Oh, is this them? Like, oh, okay. So Mignon is, Mignon is, is the French film. And it's just like the girls going shopping and they're walking down a cobblestone <laughs> pathway. And the American version, which is called Cuties, which is a terrible fucking title. All of it is gross. Is okay. Yeah. Someone, someone in marketing needs to have their head rolled. Who approved all this? This had to go through different channels. Whose parents approved it? Oh my god, this is horrible. Mm. I'm so glad I looked this up. Right, I was on like I got on Twitter right before I we I was watching a baseball game and got, decided to just kind of get on Twitter real quick. Because you said it's like mining for gold. You find little nuggets in there sometimes, and well, lo and behold, cuties. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a little nugget of shit, is what it is. Uh, it's horrible. Let's be—I mean, let's be honest. People making horrible decisions is gold for our podcast. Uh, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Like Charles Barkley losing five hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> or John McAfee and his antics. How about the thing you texted me about the other day? Uh the Reds. Yes, the Cincinnati Reds. We're going to get to it, but fuck it. We can get into it, man. Um, obviously, I was not watching the Cincinnati Reds and the Kansas City Royals play baseball. No. Even though I don't do anything, I have more of a life than that. Because you're a um, fucking you're a fucking homophobe that hates Kansas City. Um, I don't know about all that. <laughs> uh, broadcast announcer Tom Brenneman got caught on a hot mic as they returned from break. Saying it's the fag capital of the world. They say the world. I don't remember. I just know he got caught on a hot mic saying that, and immediately Twitter was like, "Oh well, his job's over." With. Yeah, he's like, "Eh," he's like, "Oh," is <laughs> like, like uh, the fag capital of the world." <laughs> And the Cincinnati Reds are coming out today, and <laughs> it's like super Brockmire about it. Yes, exactly. Before we fast forward to the fifth inning, <laughs> I have to say, for him to get caught on a hot mic doing that means that he says hateful shit all the time, and the entire broadcast and production team is so used to it, they don't care. Yeah. Because this has like, never been an issue, and I guarantee you it's not the first time he said something like this. Of course not. Not if he says it like right before they come back from break. Yeah. And it was just okay with everyone in there, it's, which is odd. But let's fast forward to the fifth inning. And I should have queued this up so I could just play it. I don't know how well the audio would work, but so he starts his apology live on there in the fifth inning, saying he doesn't know if he's gonna work for the Reds anymore or work for Fox anymore. He says he's a man of faith. It's like, man, nobody's trying to hear that when you're talking bad about gays. Um, and then the first person he apologizes to are the people who sign his checks. <laughs> he apologized to the Fox Network. And then lastly, he apologized to all the people he offended with his statement. It was like, uh, bro, you did that the exact wrong way. As I a matter mean, of fact, they had till the fifth inning to have a professional write a statement for you to read. <laughs> Baseball takes a long time. Everything takes a long time in baseball. Yeah, but I'm just saying, five innings is like an hour and a half to two hours. Somebody could have uh, read a statement and send it to you. 
Look how long it took the Cardinals to come back from COVID. Forever. Paul Goldschmidt was on my bench for like three fucking weeks. That sucks. Yeah. Oh. So you see they keep trying to open schools up and they keep failing miserably because of COVID. Oh, man. I had a, I had a buddy post a thing on, on Facebook. He's Remember we were talking about Marxism and how like uh, they think in capitalism it's like the the uh, the engine, like keeping the worker or keeping like the the it's like the machine to keep capitalism going is like growing up the little worker bees and going to school. Yeah, man, more and more, I, I'm like just taking like you know, I'm just kind of looking back like, huh, <laughs> because. There was even a commercial on the radio today. I was like, oh, well, that that too. And it was all about like um, getting a leg up and making um, having. Did you hear it? It was on 97.5. It was like, uh, it's a new one. It's like preparing. And I understand what they're doing. It was like preparing them for like virtual meetings and stuff like that. But it's, it, man, the more, the, I guess I never listened before. Now I'm finally listening. It's kind of like, huh. But the whole point I was going to make was that, uh, not only are they making him go back to school, but my, my buddy was all pissed off because there was a picture and it had like kids socially distanced at lunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, this, this is so wrong. It's like, well, they shouldn't even be at fucking school right now. Like, no, they shouldn't. And if my, my kids were, would have had to go back to in person instruction, we'd be doing fucking homeschooling, which would drive me and Heather insane, but that's what we'd be doing. Right. But so did they give you guys an option or? Is Katie there just is like no, no? There is no uh, in-person instruction right now in our district. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Which is good because all these schools that are trying it are failing and then having to shut down. I I don't see how like unless you did it like a like a private school in a bubble like like hockey and basketball is doing. I don't see how you can do school. You you can't. They're just gonna keep trying it. <clears throat> Because that's not the definition of insanity or anything. Uh, uh, North, University of North Carolina, they they recorded 135 cases in a week. And they're like, all right, we quit. We're doing remote instruction now. Like, you idiots. And then they're like, I can't believe these college students won't socially distance and wear masks. Why did you think they were going to do that? Wait, did you say college students? Yes. Oh, uh. Oh, yeah, they haven't proven anything to begin with. They're all uh, at the beach drinking Bud Light. Like, they have entire dorms closed down just with quarantine people. Uh, it's so stupid. I never got to do the dorm life. I was never, like, I never got to do, like, the prototypical college Ooh, life. Sucks. You did that? Dorm life, yes. Uh, it's uh, actually, like, my first year of school, for some reason, I got placed in the athlete's dorm. So I had a big-ass dorm and, a, and one roommate. And then the next year, I was like, sweet, I got the same dorm room. They put another roommate in there. So then it sucked. Three people? Yep. Oh, no. It's still better than, like, all men at UT. UT Austin? Is that why you're a Half the size of my patio with two people in it. No. It's nasty. No. <clears throat> That's why you're a homophobe. Community showers. Oh, no. I had a, I had a personal shower. Thank God. Oh my God. 
Yeah. Community showers. I'd rather share it with three people in my room than 40 people. Community showers are only good if they're the community showers like on uh, Starship Troopers. The co-ed? Yes. They had a girl quarterback for their football team. A hot redhead. So progressive. Oh. Who these redheads alone? <laughs> hey, we were talking about uh, college and dorm rooms. Hey, what do you think about um, having a college professor come on the show? For what? Uh, well, uh, kind of about what we're talking about now is having, you know, well, people going back to the school, college students. Uh, this college professor also happens to be um, the first apartment that I moved out of my parents' house and uh, lived with this professor lady, friend, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Does she listen to the show? Uh, sometimes. I uh, Oh, I sent you her review when we first started doing the show. Long-ass time ago. Long-ass time ago. Correct. Uh, yeah, it could be cool. All right, it's fine. It's not, it's not like we have that much to talk about. Bro. Oh, um, sure. What else? Uh, yes. Darius Geis, running back out of LSU, who was drafted by the Washington Redskins, then got hurt his first season, and then I think got hurt his second season as well, um, got mm-hmm. arrested for domestic violence and cut from, I'm sorry, the Washington football team. They're not the Redskins anymore. That's correct. They are the Washington football team. I wish they would make a freaking name. No. Um, you I know don't- that or just it. I don't I don't I don't want them to ever be anything but the Washington football team. Okay. Go team go. <laughs> I love it. I think uh I know I know it's racist or you know, but Daniel Snyder's just like fuck you guys. <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> but Oh, shit. Um, so after this news came out of him getting arrested and released, uh, he had two rape accusers who accused him of rape at LSU uh, and and went to the school and told the school, and the school did nothing. They did nothing. They, there was no investigation. They just swept it under the rug. Uh. But now his name's in the news again. There's going to have to be some kind of investigation. Uh, I predict that bad things are going to happen. You know who else was in the news today? What the fuck's her name? She's an actress. Uh, she was married to Antonio Banderas. She's she was a real one of the the big whistleblowers in uh, Me uh, Too. Yeah, the Me Too movement. Rose McGowan. So yep. I, I, I I saw an article. And when I, she looks like a crazy person these days, but she's lost her mind. Yeah. So I there, there was an article the other day I saw where she came out again and was talking about some producer um, who like invited her to her house. She's like, you are very well endowed. She made a tweet about it, but I don't understand why she wouldn't have done that. When was, when was the, the me too movie? Was it 2016 or 17? 18? I don't know, man. It didn't really concern me, so right. But it's it's weird that she would bring this up again, like years after it's all gone down. It's like, were you saving that? 
Sometimes people repress trauma and it comes back later. That's true. Sometimes people say things to stay relevant. That's I, also I don't true. know what's happening here, and I'm not going to have it a guess. Because <laughs> I'm not the victim here. Okay. But I thought that was interesting. I mean, actually, I didn't. I didn't really think that was you didn't. interesting. You didn't. Um, <laughs> what I did think was interesting was Kim Jong-un has ordered uh, pet dogs to be confiscated in the North Korean capital. Um, why, why do you think that might be? They represent Western decadence. That's what he said. Do they also represent evening cuisine? <laughs> so, that is very poor. So he claimed they were part of a tainted trend by bourgeois ideology. A source says others think they going to get eight. <laughs> if it was because of ideology, Ask him the same thing you want to know about Rose McGowan. What the yeah. fuck took so long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they don't get eight. Uh, Man, I wonder how bad their COVID cases are over there. I know they're never going to give like honest numbers, but I can't uh, imagine they're good. You know, they're just over there like burning files. Because <laughs> they don't have computers, right? They're just like... They're probably burning corpses as well. Oh, yes. You can't, and you can't like... How is that? Like, you have satellites above Earth, right? And I'm sure we could look at South Korea, but you can't look at North Korea when you get on Google Maps. How does that work? I think there has to be an agreement. Mm. And North Korea doesn't agree with anything ever. No. Okay, so, you know, while we're still being ravaged by COVID and a thousand people are dying a day, uh, there was a fucking 15,000-person pool party and concert in Wuhan, China. That sounds like the best place to do it. They have it more under control than we do. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Party labor's cheap. You know, bartenders, cheap. They don't even get tipped. Stand here. Poor ice and cuffs. Damn. Uh, yeah, they ain't getting paid shit over there. Wuhan. And they're they're all they're packed in together like packed in like sardines. Uh, but you know I've seen other pictures of concerts like over in Europe where, you know, they have like little platforms, and then like just you and your group are there, and then every the next people are like six feet the other way or in front of you or behind you. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So did I did I talk about last week about the this this French architect who's designing the the new cinemas? I don't remember. Amazing. Good. The hell of a drunk, bro. Hey. I, I know. So it's pretty cool. And I was gonna do some other stuff first, but it's been on it's been on my list for a while now. Probably three or four weeks. So and I I probably fucking did this last week, but whatever. So the French are redesigning movie theaters to be COVID friendly. And after seeing their designs, if you remember. The Phantom Menace. You remember how the Senate looked? Yes. Were they I, all do had... think, I do think we talked about this. Not okay, maybe we did. But they all had these booths, right? So that's that's what fucking movie theaters are going to turn into. You're going to be hanging out with Jar Jar in these little pods and watching your movie. Do we talk about the movie theaters that put beds in them? Oh, that sounds awesome. I See, I would... Sl- 
the the chairs that lean back i never fell asleep during a movie at a movie theater until the the, the chairs moved back ever star trek 3 fell asleep that movie was trash though I never fell asleep until I had my third kid. And now I don't go to the movies because I will go to sleep every time. No, I took that job. I'm okay with taking that job, except I won't go to the movies now. No one's going to damn movies. Nope. Oh, what's another movie? Oh, um, the amazing, uh, amazing beasts and where to find them. The sequel to that, that film. Oh my God. It was so slow. I love the first one. Fell asleep to that one. Speaking of movies. Yes, they're making an Exorcist reboot. No, why no possible way that they could get recapture the shock value of the first one? No, it's like, oh, this little girl's masturbating with the crucifix. Have you seen Cuties on Netflix? (laughs) 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 There's no way to do it. Well, watch this. I still like. Why does Hollywood insist on remaking good films? Go remake a bad one that could have been good. Uh, that, there's more risk. Uh, yeah, it's so lazy, though, man. That's correct. I hate it. That's correct. Yeah, there's no way, and it's going to be all CG. The cool thing about the first Exorcist is it's all like practical effects. You know, she's flying around. The bed's moving. Blood and vomit shit's going everywhere. That's what makes it cool. Sounds delicious. If you want your film to look shitty in 20 years, use all the CG you want. Unless you're James Cameron. Somehow that guy's shit holds up. I don't know how he does it. I think he uh, made a Faustian bargain. His shit fucking holds up, man. Even, like, The Abyss. The original Terminator is like, there's a couple parts where it's like, oh, that was bad. But beyond that, like, the shit holds up. You I'm sorry. Hold- there was an ant trying to drink my gingerbread. We had to we had to fight. An ant? Uh, yes. He needed to die. He needed ass. I had to defend, I had to defend my house from some ants. I had to use Mound Destroyer <laughs> the other day. Was that what you nicknamed him? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, I was, I, was, I was working out in the garage. And I'm looking down. And there's like you know, little doot, 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 little circus. The ants like they're, they're like just doing their own thing. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing in here, man? And I I I, I stopped what I was doing. And I fucking followed them, and I couldn't figure out where they were going or why. But I found out where they were leaving to. So I was like, well, I'm gonna block. I'm I'm blocking all of this. So I you know put some poison down. No no more ants. I don't know what they were going after. I thought maybe there was like a dead rat in my garage or something, but I didn't find anything. You just smelled them. You just smelled them. Yeah, I would have found it. That's what I was gonna say. All right, I'm deleting this uh, this French fucking movie theater thing before I repeat it again in three weeks. You don't black this shit out. I usually do, um, but Justin forgets shit. It happens. It does. So I think my youngest daughter might be uh, a serial killer. AJ. That's correct. The feral child. Yeah, I was complaining to the wife. That I was getting up and making her cereal, uh, but that she would never finish it. And so Heather calmly explained to me, like, no. She eats a little bit of it, and then she gets up and leaves, 
and lets the rest of it get super soggy and then comes back and eats it later. Awesome. Like, as a matter of procedure, like this is just what she does every day. That's that's yeah. how that's how I used to eat my ramen noodles. That's not the same. Is it though? I mean, my, my noodles would swell up, her cereal swells up. Your noodles have a similar consistency. Super soggy ass cereal does not. It turns it's just mush. Mm. I don't know. I'm kind of with AJ on this one, buddy. You're a cereal killer too. <laughs> I don't deny that a couple things in my life could have gone the other way and I would have been a much different person. Uh, oh, God. oh, man, I had is more of me being looking back is probably more of me being a pussy than anything. But I had a uh, so I had a meeting with my cardiologist. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. actually, he, he, he was like, hey, it's been a couple of years since you come and see me. Come in, do a stress test. And uh which cost seven hundred fucking dollars, by the way. What? Yes. To run? To run? Other stress test. Not only do they charge you seven hundred dollars to run, but the girl, the tech, the tech that was running it, she's like, "Can you bring in a cup of water, or can you bring in your own? Can you bring in your own like cup?" And I was like, "Y'all don't have water." I started giving her like flack over the phone. I was like, "This is a seven hundred dollar test." I gotta bring my own cup. <laughs> the bathroom there? Are you saving that water too? Uh, so she's like, "Yeah, sorry, we don't have bottled water." I was like, "Well, you really should for seven hundred dollars." Yeah, you could have just went to the bathroom and just flushed the toilet ten times to make up for it. <laughs> to the point where, like, the other nurse who had like scheduled me got on the phone. She's like, "Justin," <laughs> I'm like. Uh, you're getting nasty. I was like, I'm really not. I'm just having fun. But anyway, so I go in and uh, uh, have, I have my cup. I bring my cup. Got my mask <laughs> on. And um, the tech who runs the nuclear stress test is super cute. She's like, uh, <laughs> why does Christian look at me this way? You know why. She, dude, like colored, like colored, like uh, what was uh, – what was the girl's name in Eraser? She had like she was like dark skinned with like those colored eyes. She was super hot. Why do you ask me about movies? You know I don't know who was in any of them shits. She was relevant for many years. What was her name? Movie Eraser. What was looking up this bitch from the Eraser and talking about killing ants? Mm, Vanessa Williams. Do you remember Vanessa Williams? So she yeah. was. She's not like Vanessa Williams hot, but like colored eyes, the coma frappuccino skin, just very good looking. Really, really. Uh, I mean, as much as you could be in uh, Scrubs, right? So uh, anyway, we've got her Ariel, and then like uh, her her uh, her nurse or assistant Lupe. <laughs> I'm making them giggle, having a good time. And we talk like the whole time. I'm in there for like three or four fucking hours. It's forever. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They have to do all this shit. So you get to make sure your hot your heart is running effectively, they shoot it full of radiation and then throw you on a treadmill. I'm sure this is going to ruin me at some point. And the reason I die in 20 years, they'll figure out that nuclear stress tests were like horrible for your health. Um so anyway. I do it. This treadmill's kicking my ass. 
Uh, but everybody, anytime I go in here, I'm trying to like, you know, make everybody laugh, have a good time. So then there's another part to it. Once you do it, you have to go lay down and this like giant machine comes over you. And it's like, it's basically X-raying like all of your shit and it goes all the way over and comes back. And it's making sure all of your shit's like opened up and running smoothly. It's a fucking really expensive diagnostic check, but we're talking like the whole time. It's cool. And uh, I'm like, you know, can't get a real beat on it. So I go home and then I've got a follow up with the doctor on Tuesday. So I come in and uh, she happens to fucking be there. And she was talking about some jazz guy and uh, he's got so many like beats or whatever. It makes people shut up. She's got like an 11 year old daughter. So she's like, oh, anytime, anytime uh, she starts getting real talkative, I just put this jazz guy on. It shuts her up immediately. (laughs) So I was like, hey, who is it? Who is that jazz guy? She's like, oh, let me grab my phone. I'm like, this is perfect. She gets her phone. We buddy up. And I even kind of like siddle up a little bit. So like their shoulder touching. Social distancing. No, this is how you (laughs) gauge attractiveness sometimes. Like, it's like, okay. They, if, if they if they push away, it's like, okay, no go. But if they kind of lean into it a little bit, it's like, okay, I can proceed. And it's uh, right, I'm right there. And then this fucking Asian nurse was like, oh, what are y'all doing? Comes up and she's like, pokes her nose and everything. I'm just like, oh man. <sighs> okay, well, cool. I'll see you later. Now you have to go back for more follow-ups. I totally, I know, I have to go get my blood done now. Because <laughs> uh, I I was right there, because you, you know how, like, asking a woman out at work is is something that has to be handled very delicately. You can't it's just be like... It's not supposed to be done. But. Right, but if you do it in a way, like, I, I, had, I had a little, a, a pre-done thing that was like, hey... Uh, it was like a little message. It's gonna be like, "Hey, you wrote a script, huh? You wrote a script? No, it's just like a quick little message that said, like, hey, let me know if you want to do lunch, no pressure.' And then I'd be like, "Hey, is this how you spell that jazz guy's name?' And then you could, she could write her number there if she wanted to. And if not, she could just be like, "No, go fuck yourself." That way, no one in the office knows what happened. It's very discreet. There's no Are embarrassment. Dating books, bro? No, no, I came up with this one on my own. All right, all right. Well, I guess you're gonna write a dating book. <laughs> It's the perfect time. Everybody can review while they're not allowed to go on dates, really. That's true. That's true. Ah, very disappointed. Gonna have to get my blood done. Were you able to get that note that you talked about? Uh, I did. Excellent. Yes, it's right here in my files. You're gonna get <laughs> so hard for that note. Yep. Don't care. Long hair. No hair, don't care. So much like that Asian nurse was killing your game. The post office is killing me, be- mostly because Trump is trying to kill the post office. I don't know why he's doing this. Because he doesn't want there to be mail-in ballots, because he, he knows he'll lose. Ah, uh, yes. If, if people can vote without having to go stand out in the Ronaverse with a bunch of people. Yeah, he's probably right. I mean, voter fraud is the official reason. Even though there are no instances of severe voter fraud with the, by Democrats that they can point to. Um, I mean, with the current system, there's never been 
voter fraud before, right? <gasps> so, you know, they, they, they cut overtime hours. They are removing mail sorting machines for no reason. They're removing mailboxes. Uh, and so finally, Congress was like, all right, that's enough. You, The Postmaster General has to come speak to the Senate uh, and answer questions. So shortly after that, they're like, okay, well, we're not, the post office isn't going to make any more changes until after the election, but we're not going to undo any of the capacity that we just cut out. Uh, and this is affecting a lot of people, uh, like people who live in rural areas who get their drugs mailed to them. There are in some cases like cancer patients that their medication's two weeks late. Oof. Um, That's me not personally. I'm waiting on sizable checks to be mailed from one place to another, and it is taking like two fucking weeks. Dang. And I, I need some of that money to get where it needs to go. I understand. Quickly. Fucking quickly. Uh, so I wish they'd knock it off, Ben. Ugh. I did see a big pile of, uh, what, is it? what do you call the big blue de- mail depositories? <laughs> Is there a word for those? No receptacles, collection mailboxes. I don't know. Mailboxes. Mailboxes is fine. It's like they showed a big pile of them. It was like a bunch of dead R two D two like uh, sanctuary. <laughs> That's what you thought of immediately, isn't it? R two D two. Quote oh. of the week is: All those millennials eat is ass and avocados. So there you have it. I don't eat either of those. You're not a millennial. Yes, I am. No, you're not. So are you. We're, we're older millennials, but we are millennials. The old millennials. I remember. Uh, what have your stocks been doing? Huh? Your stocks. Been doing uh, any my AMD's up like 300 bucks, which is awesome. I wish I bought it at $10 when Christian told me not to, but... <laughs> I hate you, dude. I'm so mad. Caesars, dude. Caesars was three dollars a share. I wanted to buy like ten grand worth of it, and I waited, and now it's up to forty four dollars a share. You would have been real unmanageable at work. I'm, you I'm already going to be unmanageable. But oh my god, damn it, that sucks. I got damn. in on some DraftKings. And then it dipped because Big Ten and Pac-12 were like, no, we're not playing. Oh, yeah. We finally went back up, and I was like, all right, I'm out. Obviously, I didn't buy at the bottom. I bought at the middle. I still made some money, and I just I got out. I will wait, see what happens. Yeah. I bought a couple more this week just to see what they're doing. They're kind of just like in the mid. They're not really doing anything crazy. <laughs> I just want – I'm just waiting. I'm for, just go up a little bit, and I'll sell them off again. Since my commission check this month put me in the poverty poverty line. <laughs> oh my god, that shit just sucks like everywhere, man. Help me, I'm poor. Bunch of people about to get evicted. Congress deciding to recess though after Labor Day. <laughs> like, fam, a large portion of your population is going to be homeless and is hungry, and y'all just recess without. Coming up with anything to help people? That's I hate. I want to slap all of them. 
I also read that we have the highest unemployment rate of like almost everyone in the world because of the way we do shit here. Like everybody else is allowing them grants and, you know, recesses or I don't know, mulligans or, you know, mortgage forgiveness. Yeah. Shit like that. It's like, oh, that's, that's- um, yeah. Uh, some, sometimes things here kind of suck. Healthcare. I keep saying money isn't real. You can help these people. You just pull a bunch out of your ass to help fucking big corporations. You can help people, but you don't want to. Yep. Um, oh yeah, I said I was gonna talk about fraud. Um fraud. Yes, General Grifter and white supremacist Steve Bannon, who ah. used to work for the Trump administration as a close advisor, uh, has been arrested for fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, uh, because of his fundraiser that you fucking Trumpkins donated to to build a wall of the millions that you guys donated. He decided to just go ahead and use a couple million of that on his personal expenses. Yeah. Buying shit, paying folks off. Um, he was arrested by fucking post office agents. I didn't even know they had a law enforcement arm. <laughs> I but mean, yeah, he's been indicted. Um, we'll see what happens. It'll be All interesting. Of people close to Trump at some point end up getting indicted for some reason. I don't, I don't know what that's about. Weird. Very, very weird. So, oh, check this out. So I was always worried that Blazing Saddles might get, like, canceled and, like, re-edited at some point. But I didn't know in 2006, quote-unquote, non-factual podcast, Blazing Saddles was deemed culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant by the Library of Congress and was selected for preservation and the National Film Registry. Awesome. So it's safe. Also, it's supposedly getting a remake. No. Via a cartoon samurai with cats or something. It's called Blazing Samurai. No, it isn't. It, 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 it really is. Hank is a scrappy dreamer of a dog who always wanted to become a samurai. And when he meets Ika, or Ika, a hustler and all-around baddie, a cat, he's manipulated into becoming samurai for Kakamucho, a town entirely inhabited by cats. Now in Kakamucho, Hank meets Jimbo, who, thanks to dabbling in his own stash of home-brewed catnip, is no no longer the fastest sword in town. <laughs> he reluctantly takes Hank under his wing and teaches him what being a samurai really means, forging the first real friendship between cat and dog. I'm the two still to move forward in life as if you were, as if you were just making all of this up. And <laughs> I read this on a website somewhere. On a website. What a source. A website somewhere. There are several sources. I just, I don't cite my sources. All right. Oh, shit. I forgot. Blazing Saddles is what got Red's announcer Tom Brenneman in trouble. Bunch of Kansas City faggots. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they took that right from Blazing Saddles and dropped it on the hot mic. Good ass. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Bro, my... I told my wife this. She was like, 
are there a bunch of gays in Kansas City? I was like, I don't know, but the movie Blazing Saddles back in the day said so-and-so. Then she started researching gay cities. Oh, no. Who's this? Yeah, she talked to me about it for like 10 minutes. She was super high. And it took forever. Who uh, Yes. Wonderful. 10 she minutes. Me, what, what was the gay capital of the nation in what year? And I was like, oh, my God. I don't care. What was it? San Francisco? Uh, the very first one was a town in Massachusetts because they allowed gay marriage. And apparently, at one point, there were more gay couples there than non-gay couples. Um, and then it switched to San Francisco, and currently it's Minneapolis for whatever reason. Well, it's more centrally located, I guess. I can't believe I even remembered all of that. That's pretty good. Way to, way to retain, Christian. I was super high, too. Ooh, I got to run through two things that I didn't do that I usually start with. Uh, we got to do a gummy bear review uh, this week. Thank you, BuzzFeed. I will I will do some uh, sources. I saw the product reviews and told some coworkers. So we bought a bag <laughs> because who doesn't want to spend the workday on the toilet and get paid, right? <laughs> uh, brought them in yesterday morning and a bunch of the guys immediately downed a handful each. <laughs> this is like what like our sticky hand battles would have been like, except with our bowels as but there's not enough bathrooms at that place to play this game i know we would have been like in real bad shape Breaking into the vp's bathroom like no i have to go now out of my way randy <laughs> so basically the way that i felt this week is like i ate two handfuls of those gummy bears every day uh what did you do to yourself <clears throat> must have been all the cocaine all the coke so okay hold on Brought them in yesterday morning, a bunch of the guys immediately down a handful each. Within half an hour, they were in the bathroom. Best moment of the day was when one of them, who had been in the bathroom for half an hour by that point, texted one of the others, if you think it's a fart, it's not. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, I've always had fear of sharding at work. You know, there is an art form to farting where it's like, Hmm. What's what's about to come out of my ass? It's like you gotta you got you can't just like you, you gotta like squeeze, slowly squeeze and detect squeeze and detect squeeze and detect. <laughs> like I only see I only shard at home because I'm like I'm not ass distrustful of the fart because I'm already at home. <laughs> Heather's like ah, that's probably fine. Christian never shards in public. (laughs) Is my chair wet? No, it's not the chair, buddy. No, sir. Uh, It was like the time I was leaving the the bar, drank way too much than I should have. I was getting on the motorcycle and had upset tummy problems. And uh, I was fucked up enough that the bike fell over. And as I went to grab it, all, all the muscle control went from one end to the other exploded out of my butt and then had to ride home in Ugh. diarrhea blue jeans oh my god Ugh. horrible horrible at least you like in a truck in a closed-in cab yeah at least it airs out right i don't have to smell shit just the people behind me <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah 
Let's see. Okay, bad dates. It was my fourth date. He was stunning. We were still in the slightly awkward getting to know know each other phase. We had a few wines at my place, and it was going great. Things started to heat up. The fairy lights were on. Do you have fairy lights at your house? I don't know what those are. I don't either. Candles and incense going the works. I bent over seductively to grab a condom. His eyes were on me. And my hair caught fire. Yes. He screamed. I tried to play it off cool. Oh, happens all the time. No. It was so awkward. We continued silently. The room absolutely reeked of burnt hair. Traumatic. That sounds horrible. But Did you finish, did though? Did you still bang? She doesn't say. He said they continued. Kind of a weak ending. I think they banged. Probably. I know, I know me. I don't care if your hair got caught on fire. Like I no, nope. we really if don't. I, if I'm past like if I'm past the green into the yellow just a little bit, it's like, nope, I gotta go to red and finish. No. And we leave. Correct, Christian. Because what the fuck would we stay there for? That's right. So god dang it. I was I was playing I was playing hots last night on my computer and all of a sudden my wife started screaming bloody murder. She he's right behind me. She's at the sink. She managed to get a flosser so deep in between her tooth and gum that she could no longer retrieve it. Like one of those little uh, hockey brushes? Yes. Like the, the Y? Yes. So then I run over there and then start laughing. <laughs> but she couldn't get it out. And so we ended up having to literally cut one in with scissors and pull it out. That's amazing. It is. I didn't even know that was possible. That is truly amazing. All the way to the back, or was it in the I mean, front? It was. It was. A, it was one of the frontermost teeth. Oh, that's lucky. But don't ask me. Okay. I just I hear in there yelling at our kids, so we probably need to wrap this up so I can get them out of harm's way. I got a few things to run through. Let's see. Oh, I started Tales for the Loop, the show. I liked it so far, even though the D and D wasn't very good. Uh, nothing to shit on Micah for. Although. Never mind. I'll tell you later. Uh, oh, I finished Farscape, man. And what I learned was Farscape has pregnancy really figured out. So in Farscape, there's a race that looks just like humans. They're called Sebations. Uh, because they're like a militant species, they can just hold off on their pregnancy for like seven years and keep it in stasis till like the time is cool. And then once they decide, like, okay, we'll have a baby, the baby comes out in, like, a week, and they're done. Amazing. Amazing. But anyway, um, so the way they wrap up Farscape is season four, it goes up to about 21 or 22 episodes. And then there's two films. They're an hour and a half each, and they literally dumped, like, all of the basic cable money into them. Hallmark and Jim Henson like pr- produce it, and they're pretty fucking legit, man. Like they put some fucking cash into these last two episodes, so it's a three-hour event. And I laughed, I cried, and I'm probably going to make some questionable dating and life decisions now because I'm all alone. And I finished, I finished Farscape, man. 
I'm empty inside. Something else. Oh, the boys come next month. Oh, okay. So I'm good. Yeah, you just gotta hold off. Just keep jerking off, bro. You'll be all right. Oh, I'm doing. I, I, I got a, I got a good like ten twenty eight schedule every day on the dock. It's like take a shit, have my coffee, jerk off. <laughs> it's got a routine. Got a routine. Routine. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I wanted to do a new thing because I found it pretty cool. Um, uh, it was about Roger Ebert and films that he hated. And there's a big list of like 35 of them. So I was like, okay, this is cool. So I found one I liked. Did you ever see the movie The Brown Bunny? No. Yeah, me either. It was in 2003. Zero stars. Roger Ebert says, I had a colonoscopy once and they let me watch it on TV. It was more entertaining than The Brown Bunny. When the, when the movie's director responded by uh, mocking Ebert's weight, Roger Ebert said, it is true that I am fat, but one day I will be thin, and he will still be the director of The Brown Bunny. <laughs> Burn! Fucking love it. Uh, let's see. Fuckery Island, Xfinity. These motherfuckers. My newest plan, so is all of a sudden, and you you have Xfinity too, right? We both lost our internet for way too long the other day. Uh, but now we're and tell me if this is not you. I'm limited to a terabyte a month of data now. Uh you must have got like a good beginner deal because I was limited to that for a while. I I paid to have no limit, which is a lot. But I mean, there were like six people living at my house. So. And yeah, everybody true. was streaming constantly, especially you. Yeah. So I went to go look and see if they had any unlimited plans. They don't. A week later, guess what Xfinity's newest <laughs> innovation is? Get the complete peace of mind comes with unlimited data, network security, and Wi-Fi coverage throughout your home. Add XFi complete with the XFi gateway for only another $25 a fucking month. So what I was already getting, they now want me to pay more for by 25 bucks. You're, I think you're still coming out ahead of where I was. Uh, Actually, that, that trim app negotiated my, my monthly down a, a little bit. So I feel more. like I'm better than the trim app. Yeah, the trim app is more like reminders. Like, hey, do you still have this recurring charge? Like, do you want this still? Yeah, but the trim app is like, oh, we can negotiate this for you. I'm like, okay. It's like, hey, we saved you like three bucks. Ugh. I'm like, I feel like I could have done better than you. It's not even worth their time to do that because they only get paid like 25% or or half of what they save you. So they made a dollar fifty. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see. Oh, I was inspired by the radio show earlier today. Gilpin whiskey. Did you did you hear this part? Uh, only a little bit of it. Tail end of it. Okay. Um. So there's a Gilpin whiskey out there, guys, and how it was created. This will be your booze history. James Gilpin has type one diabetes. His pancreas doesn't work, forcing him to take shots of insulin to process uh, glucose for food. So Gilpin got to thinking about elderly patients with diabetes, like his grandmother, who secrete tons of unprocessed medicine and sugar in their urine. A great idea dawned upon him. 
Well, maybe it's a gross idea. We'll leave that up to you guys. But he started the Gilpin Family Whiskey Project, a high-end line of single malt whiskey made from the sugar-laden urine of people with diabetes. His grandmother was the first patient to recycle her pee into whiskey. <laughs> the project actually came as an idea to Gilpin after he heard a story, which may or may not be true, about pharmaceutical workers who set up a lab next to retirement homes in order to extract unprocessed drugs from elderly patients' urine for reuse in new products. Gross. Gross. Gilpin thought, why not use the water purification systems utilized in whiskey distilling to make use of the sugar in the same elderly patient's pee? He told Wired in an interview that it is plausible to suggest that we start utilizing our water purification system in order to harvest biological resources that our elderly already possess in abundance. So maybe there's some fucking truth there and some science. I don't know. I'm not drinking people's pee, though. What the fuck? I know it's just I sugar. He gives it away for free. So you just have to ask for some and he'll send it to you. Really? Yeah. Uh, we need to have a party, dude. Where everybody drinks it but us. Yes. Oh we're my god. We're gonna have to edit this segment out. <laughs> they're gonna listen to this shit. They're gonna drink it like losers. And when they uh, do, they're gonna be like, Well, you should have listened to the podcast. Should have listened to the podcast. That's right. Uh Christian. Do you have yeah. our, do you have our McAfee tweet of the week? Mm, my, I can't access it. I text you it. I know, but I'm doing it. All right. Sorry, bro. Damn. Well, despite my efforts, licking handles of grocery carts, bottom of my shoes, etc., I'm unable to get coronavirus to challenge me. Testing continually shows a valid test control line and neither active antibodies, M nor past infection, G, maybe because the WHO stats are correct. And he's got like a picture of, I don't know what the fuck it was. Did you look at You're it? I'm the bottom of a fucking sneaker. <laughs> Why are you doing this? You're rich, and this isn't making you more money. Why are you challenging the virus? We've seen what happens to the people who mock this thing. Do not challenge. Oh, yeah. so I was my mom today, and uh, somebody went to our church, died from COVID. He uh, worked in a prison. Damn. Which reminds me, you seen these fucking um, wildfires like just destroying California? No. Well, they're complaining that they, they have no resources to fight it because what they typically use is basically a slave labor prison force of convicts that they pay $1 a day to fight dangerous fires. Sounds but like America. So many of them are sick with COVID, they can't build a force to go out there and fight the fires. What country do we live in? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, there was there was, I had an idea about the anti-mask thing, whether it works or not, and maybe I've said this already, but you're kind of it's infringing on your freedoms, but you also just showed the rest of the world exactly how to beat America. Ask them to care about each other. Yep. Can't do it. Way to go. Well, they shouldn't be getting all that unemployment. Why should I have to wear a mask? Because you ain't healthy. I hate you. Yeah. Chemical warfare would wipe us out. It it already is. And it's 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 the it 
it's the it's not even as bad as the flu. It's like it doesn't even kill what one percent of people, and it's kicking our ass. I imagine if someone designed something that would kick our ass, we'd all be fucked. Yep. Oh, the people flying to Florida over Labor Day weekend, you know, go to Disney World and stuff, hang out in large groups together. You know, I I think I have like another month or two of like safety. I should probably go to Disneyland. I've never been. Just go to Vegas instead, bro. I've been to Vegas. Yeah, but what are you going to do with Disneyland? (sighs) I don't know. I'm going to do the rides. I want to go to Star Wars land. All right. What do you think? Are we done? We're done. We got to figure out what to do with this brisket and beans. Because I'm going to cook mine tomorrow or Saturday or one of these days. It's Friday. We'll say Thursday. It's Friday. Well, should I get? Yeah, because like I said, Heather's planning on doing it Sunday. But I guess you got to. That's another thing. What? I think I was doing it here because and on Sunday because I could put the kids to sleep really early, like eight, and then yeah. I wouldn't be away for the rest of the night. So it'll probably end up being here. God damn, I have so much stuff to clean up. That's fine. I'll just come over Sunday. What time are y'all doing it? Like three? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to talk more right there. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Get off my curtain. Get off it, Heather. Let's do the rip. Uh, who died this week? Ben Cross was a British actor best known for starring as Harold Abrams in the movie Chariots of Fire. Never seen that film. You ever see that? You know that I didn't. <laughs> he was also Spock's dad, Sarek, in the Star Trek remake in 09. Um, hashtag not my Sarek. The original Sarek was fucking badass. Uh, Arcelio Garcia was the legend, was the lead singer for the Latin rock band Malo, known as their known for their 1972 hit single, Suavecito. Uh, Christian Janik was a speech coach who helped women in politics hone their communication skills and increase their electability. And Chi-Chi Devane, Devayane, born Xavion Davenport, was the drag queen best known for her starring on RuPaul's Drag Race, which... Um, uh, ironically, that, that's how... What? So my wife loves that show. Oh, my sister watches. I could never do it. But I was going to say, that's how the trannies get me. The chichis. Don't say, God dang it. (laughs) What? (laughs) All I see is boobs, Christian. I don't look at people's faces. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) she has passed away at the age of 34. Oh, man. Damn, yeah. She had been recently hospitalized for suspected kidney failure, which uh, they said that was not related, but I couldn't figure out how she actually died. So, I don't know. <coughs> oh, man, I gotta do it about... You're not gonna do the rest in peace to Donald Trump's brother? Oh, I forgot he died. It wasn't on It wasn't on the website that I went and looked up. That's probably because no one cared. No one cared. 
Except for the people on Twitter who were like, hashtag wrong Trump. And I was like, ooh. Ow. Ooh, okay. Wow. How do you really feel about it? <clears throat> uh, we need to do a... I want to talk about Dingus Day. It's been on my, my fucking my, my list for like probably six to eight months. Tell us about your dingus. Happy Dingus Day, dude. It's a thing and people drink and it's it's awesome. I gotta I gotta put a note in here somewhere. Do they drink fucking pee-pee whiskey out of a dingus? That they don't fucking do. You know, I never heard the word dingus used in a sentence till Samuel L. Jackson did it in fucking hateful eight. <laughs> that monologue is so fucking good, dude. <clears throat> Alright, alright guys, well that's our fucking show uh, Shout out to everybody That listened to it And we should have a special guest next week, we'll see And uh, yeah, fucking A Christian, okay. anything? Last words? Am I allowed to make the special guest feel uncomfortable? Do you what? But am I allowed to make the special guest feel uncomfortable? I mean, you are She's a very intelligent woman, so I'd say You know oh, so We're gonna do some sparring nice. tread, tread lightly, yeah, yeah, yeah no, you know I'm not going to be rude. I'm just going to be awkward. That's fine. All right. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. <laughs>